Welcome to episode 12 of the Girls Girl podcast. Hi guys, happy new year. It has been a while since I've recorded. I hope you all had a wonderful holiday season, whatever holiday you celebrate. I hope you had so much time with friends, family, and ate all the food. I know I did, Um, but it's a new year and I'm back. I was gone for a bit and I'll get into that, but I'm really excited to dive back into the podcast and just start, you know, a new year and get back into my regular routine and just excited for the new possibilities that this year holds. So the end of last year was definitely unexpected. Um, I did have a death in the family, which is why I was gone for a bit. Um, it prompted like a very last minute trip to the Philippines, which ended up being such a bittersweet and kind of like necessary trip despite the circumstances. I feel like going to the Philippines was so good for my soul. It just, I didn't grow up there, um, but my family is from there and most of my family is still there. So being able to go there after eight years, the last time I'd gone, I was like 20, 20, I was like in university. And being able to see people who, you know, I share blood with or like are my family, it's an interesting experience. And I haven't even found the right ways to describe it other than like very humbling and you just feel at home in a weird way. Like like I said, I didn't grow up there, but being there, it just feels like your home. Um, and maybe that's something a lot of immigrant children can relate to when they go back to the country their families are from or the fa- like countries their parents immigrated from. I think especially if you're like first generation like I am, you might feel that way. But yeah, like I said, super bittersweet trip loved it like love being there we kind of like we made the most out of it despite the circumstances but in a weird way and how I'm like trying to look at it while I'm like grieving the death of my uncle is just like it was kind of like his gift to us to like get our family like back together and like when I was there people kept saying like his last like wish and like it's just what sudden he had like a heart attack but like he'd always said like my hope is like, you know, when it's my time to go, I, you know, can have all my family together. Um, So it was really nice to do that and like be there for my mom and her brothers while they're grieving the loss of their sibling. And like loss, I want to touch on a bit because obviously I'm like in therapy and like now my focus on therapy is like, okay, how do I like grieve this loss in my family? And like, how do I deal how do I deal with loss as a whole? Um, And it's like really interesting because it's hard because you have to be like, okay, like death is like unnecessary, like evil, like it's a part of life, like without, like there's no life without death and all that and like acceptance and yada yada and like, but it doesn't make it any easier. It like still hurts, still makes it hard. It's still like a loss. Um, but the way I'm trying to just, like, keep thinking about it is, like, 
one, how do I honor my uncle's life in the way that I like live my life out every day? Um, and then two, like, okay, with death comes like rebirth or like something new. Like there's an opening in like my life for like something new to come in or like something new to start. And it's like, what is that? And that's sort of like what I think this year will be about figuring out. I'm not big on like extreme New Year's resolutions. I think every good change comes incrementally, like starts with small changes. And I feel like I feel like I always quote this book, Atomic Habits, and people are probably going to get so annoyed because like even where I work, everyone always brings it up because it is such a great book. And like a lot of the things that James Clear talks about is like very tangible and like applicable to your day-to-day life. But instead of like, I know the new year is very much like that time when people are like, okay, I'm going to stop doing this and start doing this. And like, that's great. And like, I like, I write out my intentions and I like set my goals and I sit down and I do a vision board. Like I have my kind of own version of like resolutions, but it's not like, okay, I'm going to get up now and like go to the gym. It's like, okay, like what are the small steps I can take? Like what's the greater like meaning of like go to the gym for someone, right? Like, is it to like lose weight? Is it to like just be like more active? Is it to get stronger? Is it to build more muscle? All of that. And I think when you identify like, okay, what's the reasoning of why I want to go to the gym? You can kind of figure out the smaller actions you have to take day to day. So like for me, I like to set like a goal that I have for the year within like six or 12 months. Um, and like, really be really specific once you can hold yourself accountable and like to just be realistic about it like right now my like fitness or like active goal is like just working out at least two times a week like if I can nail two times a week then I've like hit my goal um for like a minimum of 30 minutes so like being really specific um I feel like isn't there that acronym is it like smart like a goal should be like smart I don't know. I think there's an acronym for that. You guys probably know what I'm talking about, but I've never been, I don't think it's good to like go cold turkey on something. Like I would never be like, okay, I'm giving up drinking completely. Like that would like not be realistic. <laughs> like for me personally, um, like when you say that, like you need to factor, I would have to factor in at least like, okay, birthdays. And it's like, it's fine. Like for me, it'd be like, okay, I'm only going to drink during special occasions. Like, I'm not going to, like, binge drink anymore. Like, I will be more of, like, a social drinker. Like, save it for special events. Like, or have, like, a glass of wine at dinner. And, like, it's so interesting because I feel like I've already been doing that even the past year. I kind of, like, or the, not the past year, like, the past few months, I kind of, like, slowed down on drinking, I would say. Like, I'm not binge drinking and maybe that's just like coming with age because like when you're hungover like after 25 you're hungover for like three days um but yeah like small like incremental changes I think are what actually create the most impact and it's interesting because I was watching um Jonah Hill's like documentary that he does with his um therapist Stutz and my friend and I, my friend Rachel and I were watching it and we were like taking notes and there were so many good tidbits, but he even said like, what matters is like the very small 
changes you make in your day-to-day life, like not the huge major ones. And that kind of goes back to like James Clear, his whole thing on like just be 1% better every day and incrementally it'll be like for like 39% better by the end of the year. But even just like small changes, it's funny because I feel like then they become your habit, right? So like I wasn't big on making my bed when I was in high school, to be honest. Like I was just so anti like chore, I guess. Like I, that makes me sound so bad, but I just like, I found everything that had to do with like cleaning or like organization to be like a waste of time. Organization in the sense of like keeping my room organized versus like, I was really organized at like school or like work in those sorts of settings. But like at home, I would get so lazy. And then, I don't know, a f- like switch flipped and I just like started making my bed one day. Oh no, you know what it was? This guy, he was like in the army or something and he like made, I think he said like people who make their bed or, or like, it's, it was something along the lines of like how even just making your bed in the morning is already setting the tone for your day. Like you've already got one task out of the way. And now I make my bed every single day. Like I hate when I don't, Or, like, if I, for whatever reason, woke up late and I'm in a rush, like, I hate the feeling of knowing I'm going to come home to an unfinished bed. And I think that's a mindset I have to have with, like, everything that I put on my to-do list or, like, the things I want to get done. Like, this podcast, for example, like, the feeling I need to have is, like, not it being a failure if you don't, you know, hit something on your to-do list, but, like, it would just suck if you didn't do it. Like, you need to hate the feeling of not doing it versus the feeling of doing it like exercise right like sometimes you hate you know having to get ready or like having to be on the treadmill but you need to hate the feeling more of not doing it I think it's a point I'm trying to get at if that makes sense other than my resolutions I feel like the new like new year's doesn't always feel like a new year like in my mind sometimes it's like spring Um, which kind of makes sense, which is, like, why everyone kind of, like, spring cleans and whatever. Um, But also, like, September always feels like a new year for me because, you know, you spend, like, 20-plus years in school and that's sort of, like, the calendar you run on. So it's kind of, it's almost like we have three points of the year that it's a new year or, like, points of reset. And I think that's okay. Like, I don't think you need to wait for January to, like, make improvements to your life or rely on, like, one day a year to do that. Like, I think every day there's an opportunity to have, like, a new intention or a new goal. I don't know. New Year's has always been kind of, like, whatever. Like, obviously, I'm excited that we're, like, in 2023, um, especially with, like, how the past, like, few years have been and, like, this is kind of, you know, a reminder that, like, despite everything, we're moving forward, which is, like, great, but I don't know. People make a huge deal over New Year's. Like, this might be an unpopular opinion, but, like, I hate, like, the going out aspect of New Year's, and it could just be because I didn't grow up getting to go to, like, New Year's parties, like, in high school or anything like that. Like, my family is really big on, like, spending New Year's together at home and, like, spending it as a family and like so I never went out with like my friends or like anything like that and it kind of followed me into adulthood. I think the last like really really fun like going out New Year's I had was when 
my friend had her stag and doe that night, which was nice because then it was like six months in advance. I knew what I was doing on New Year's Eve. But I hate like the expectation around New Year's. Everything is so expensive. Like you have to pay like an absurd amount for like a ticket to a bar. You would usually pay like 20 minutes or like $20 for, oh my gosh, sorry, I just like stumbled because I'm like trying to film like some clips of me recording and it says my iPhone storage is full, which is insane because I literally have one terabyte. So that is concerning. Um, So I'll have to fix that. But okay, I was, yes, I was talking about like the expectation around New Year's. I think people hype up New Year's and then I think when you set too much expectations on like one single day, obviously you're going to be disappointed. I think that's the case in any situation. Like you want to go in hoping for the best, but expecting the worst always, um, just so like you're prepared. But I don't know, New Year's, like the vibe around it. I think it sucks that like there's always been that saying, right, of like how you spend New Year's is how you're going to spend the rest of your year. But I don't know if that's like fully true or like there might be some truth to it. Like if you are like, obviously if you're like celebrating New Year's and you're like, this year's going to suck, last year sucked. If you're like going in with it negatively, like I'm sure that negative energy is going to follow you throughout the whole year. But if you are going into it positively, it doesn't mean you have to have like a mind-blowing New Year's, like a Ryan running in at the final seconds before the countdown and kissing Marissa kind of New Year's. If you know, you know. I don't know. I think just like going into any new year with like a positive mindset. Obviously, I'm like big on energy and I think it's so nice because for Christmas, my boss got us all books and he wrote like a message on the front page of all of them um and on mine he had written like I love the energy you bring to this theme or bring to this team and I thought that was like the nicest thing ever um because I feel like there have been so many instances in my life that because I've kept a positive mindset or like I just try to bring good energy even to like kind of shitty situations I've like been rewarded because of that and I kind of touched on this I think in the like main character main character energy episode where like you have to be a little delusional and like being delusional is in it's so funny I saw this girl's tiktok who had like an in and out list and being delusional was on it but like when I say be delusional is like think the like highest opinions of yourself for like a situation or just like think always just like think the best possible outcome always and like firmly believe it and be like I deserve this like I want this or like it should happen this way because of how hard I work or like you have to be kind of delusional and I think that's what people mean when you're growing up with like dream big like dream big and like I think sometimes things happen in your life or like you encounter roadblocks or like obstacles where you get knocked down like you're consistently knocked down so then you have a hard time dreaming big because you're like it hasn't happened like all these things that I hope for didn't happen but like obviously like one rejection is like redirection and like two like if it isn't for you it like isn't for you and like what is meant for you like will always work out 
And I think that's a kind of mindset I'm going into 2023 with, like, one, like, really open and just, like, trusting in myself and in the work I do and in, like, the plan that the universe has for me and just, like, appreciating the process more. You know, I write down all these goals that I have for 2023, but I have to, like, remind myself, like, that stuff doesn't just, like, happen out of thin air. You, one, have to, like, believe it truly, like, be as delusional as possible be like yeah I am obviously gonna achieve this like there's no way I can't achieve this to putting in the work to do so and three just like trusting that like even if you wrote down certain intentions like I think for the past two years I wrote down in my intentions so like going into 2021 and then going into 2022 I'd written down like I really want to like move like I want to move back to Toronto like I want to get a condo and all this and like none of that happened and instead of like being hard on myself about it and being like oh my god like you couldn't accomplish this like that sucks it's like okay you know what maybe it's just like not the time or maybe I have to like refocus my energy somewhere else or like it's just not in the cards right now and it's funny because like yeah that didn't happen for the past two years and now I'm in that mindset of like okay is Toronto where I want to land like I've been having so many conversations with my friends about like where do I really want to end up like what city do I really want to live in is it just like do I really only want to live in Toronto because it's convenient because I work there and like all my friends are there like what place really feels like it feeds my soul the most and it's so interesting because I think I forget that I lived in Toronto for many years like I went to school there and then I also lived there after school when I got, like, my first corporate job, like, I know what it's like to live in Toronto. I think it just feels familiar, and maybe that's why I like to revert back to it, but everyone knows, like, real growth happens when you're, like, uncomfortable, and, like, you step out of your comfort zone, and you get comfortable with, like, unfamiliar places, unfamiliar, like, situations, so... I don't know, maybe that's what the universe is, like, pushing me to do. Maybe that's why as each year sort of, like, passes, my desire to live in Toronto maybe, like, decreases. And, like, the more that I travel to new places, I feel like I have a running list of, like, places I could potentially live in. Like, Montreal is up there. New York has always been there, which is, like, very telling. And maybe that's where I need to, like, focus my energy. I think the first time I ever went to New York was in high school. And I was just, like, I don't know. It might have been because I also came from, like, a pretty, like, suburban city, um, which, like, people would also consider, like, kind of rural at the time. Like, it's bigger now, the city I live in, but, like, then it felt like this small bubble and, like, going to New York was, like, a whole other level of diversity and culture that I was just so drawn to. So I'd always wished to live there someday. And, like, I think with my job, that door like, that opportunity is a lot closer and, like, actually within reach. And, like, I look back and I'm like, wow, I have, like, put in these, like, kind of small incremental steps to help me get to, like, that goal if that is something I really want to, like, achieve. But then I also, like, traveled to LA last year and, like, fell in love with LA and, like, the weather is great. I feel super lucky that I'm even in a position where, these sorts of like thoughts are in my mind again always have to think delusional I don't know the new year is really just like exciting and I feel like you used to dread new years and this is when I was like in my phase of life where I was kind of just moving through the motions where now 
because I have found like so much more passion for life and so much more, I don't know, I just like feel more excited when I like get up every day or like I am getting more comfortable, like I said, with like the unknown that, you know, entering a new year isn't like daunting or I don't feel like pressured to make any major changes to my life because I actually kind of like my life. Like I think up until now, everything has always worked out. It doesn't, you know, come without like heartbreak or loss or, you know, hard challenges. But I feel genuinely that I'm where I'm supposed to be. And, you know, a new year just means like I'm going to keep going on this path that I'm on, have a lot more experiences, learn so many new things and just like continue to figure out who I am. I'm also excited to just like leave things behind the other side of like a new year is like okay new opportunities new things to experience new places to travel to etc but then the thing with like closing out a past year is like looking back at all you accomplished and just like you know giving yourself a pat on the back and like telling yourself how proud you are of yourself and like really taking in what you know like you did over the past year and then also letting go like anything like I said, like anything I didn't accomplish, I'm like, you know what? Wasn't meant for me. It's part of life. Like some things, like whether that's like like a job you really wanted or like a friend, a romantic partner, whatever, like anything that isn't going to like bring you joy or like doesn't actually serve you, like you don't actually have to bring into this year. Like that's kind of the good part of it. You can kind of leave any like of the harder moments in the last year and kind of just like move forward into this year, um, which I think is totally fine. Like not, you know, holding on to any like negative energy. Like you don't want to bring that with you. Um, and I think that's kind of the beauty of like time. It helps you just like move on and helps you grow and helps you let go um yeah I think that's another thing like letting go is kind of a great part of starting a new year having like a bit of like a blank slate like obviously you have the seeds that you planted last year um that you'll see grow this year um but yeah the unknown is kind of exciting it's wild when I say that out loud because I have always been someone who like needed to be in control of every situation like desperately always wanted to know the outcome of something like I couldn't go into something without you know mapping out at least like three outcomes and then if like they did not align with what I thought should happen like I would just like not do it which was like not a good way to live like there's you can't control everything and I think that is a good thing. If you could control every single thing, there would be no spontaneity. There would be no surprises in your life. And it would be kind of like boring. Honestly, like if you knew everything that was going to happen for you, like what's the point? It's like, okay, and I do this. I will always like look up the plot to a movie, which is like, why do I do that? Again, probably because of my habit of wanting to be in control or like wanting to be prepared for anything or like not wanting surprises. But I think going into a new year like be excited for those surprises like be excited for unexpected things to happen like even though the death of my uncle was like really tough and like really heartbreaking because I feel like there are so many parts of me that are like from him or like even just 
in the, you know, very rare moments that I would have with him in person, I feel despite his death being like very unexpected, being able to go back to the Philippines kind of helped me like realign and kind of like have like a different perspective on like the things that happen in my day-to-day that I feel like are such a big deal or that I let get to me like in the grand scheme of things like none of that shit matters like and yeah it sucks that like it takes like a loss to remember that or like takes you know having to go back and see your family that you haven't seen in eight years and like kind of seeing the conditions that they live in and seeing like the country that your parents left to like have a better life like being able to see that and being able to have like be in touch with that part of your life is like I said at the beginning like super humbling and just like I don't know made me feel so differently about like how I want to go into 2023 like How do I want to honor my uncle's life and, like, the work I do? How do I want to live my life? Like, what is the kind of person I want to be? And it was, like, super nice hearing the way that people, like, talked about him. Um, Because, like, you have one view of, like, your family members or, like, even yourself. And, like, to hear the stories that people shared was really nice because it's, like, another view that, like, you might not have gotten insight into. Um... So yeah, I think the past like month or so and just heading into this new year, I'm just feeling so like grateful would be the word. Very like excited, very optimistic. I think last year I was so blessed. I got to travel so much. I got to spend so much time with my friends and family. I got to eat like such good food. I got all these like new experiences. I feel like for the first time I'm like really living and like really taking advantage of every day. And like, I know it's hard when you're like me, like working nine to five, like sometimes you just kind of get into like the routine and it's hard to romanticize your life that way. But like romanticize everything, like romanticize the shit out of even like the dumbest stuff and like even doing like laundry like finding I don't know always finding like the silver lining like in that documentary I watched Jonah Hill um his therapist has this like analogy or I guess or just like this concept of like a string of pearls and that like really stuck to me and basically if you think of like a pearl necklace right like a pearl necklace is very like uniform and the point that like Stutz was trying to get at was like you know think of everything you do in your day is like one more pearl on that string of pearls and like the value of each is the same so like the value of like getting a new job should be the same as like doing your laundry or like everything in your life serves a purpose and I think it's like hard to see that um because we're always like waiting for like a big thing to happen but when you have that mindset of like okay everything I do in my life has the same value and then like in every pearl there's gonna be like he said like a speck of turd obviously like in life we'll have like these big accomplishments but sometimes they come with like sacrifices or they come with challenges and that's like the sort of turd in the pearl but any event in your life no matter how big or small no matter like how good no matter how bad like just think of it as being all equal and all part of like your cycle of life each thing is like important to your journey anyway I feel like this episode was getting like a very philosophical and very preachy but I think that's just the vibe 
for like a New Year's episode. Like this is my pep talk to you guys. Like this is my inspirational episode to get you excited for the new year. I know part of it is like scary. I'm anxious to go back to work tomorrow. I'm like, how do I even dive into like work again after being off for almost two weeks and like not eating the greatest and like being super lazy. But I am so excited for this year. I can't wait till like the end of the year when I get to look back at sort of like the intentions and goals and everything that I wish for and see what comes true and just like enjoy this year. It's exciting because like I have a few trips already lined up so like things to look forward to but yeah I'm just excited to see what this year holds and I hope you guys are too and I will talk to you soon.